Sometimes you look at MPs and you think, do they really want it? Do they really want it? This, I think, is a good way of finding out if they really want it. You know, if they come out and they're blooded and they're bruised, you think, you want to represent me in Parliament. I enjoy what you've just done there. And if they just go, no, I'm not for it, well, then just leave it, mate. If you're not willing to punch someone in the face to become an MP, I don't want to know about it. Well, you say no. that, but who, I mean, do you think we should, is democracy something we should look to keep? <laughs> It's not, it's, not, it's, not just about, it's not just about the cost of this. So, you know, the way the constituencies are arranged at the moment it is very unfair. Some of them are much bigger than the mm. other ones. I think the, some of the smallest is, is the Western Isles, which has, I think, 21,000 people and lots and lots of sheep. And the biggest is the Isle of Wight, which has 108,000 people, although only with three surnames. <laughs> <laughs> which other constituencies might be sort of merged then? To Devon, Devon Cornwall. Devon and Cornwall. Devon yeah. border, and that's caused a lot people are chucking clotted cream at each other. <laughs> Saucily, this is the news that the Boundary Commissions of England, Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland have advised that parliamentary boundaries should be changed. Some seats will disappear, others will be merged, meaning that MPs will find themselves pitted one against the other, mano a mano, in a bare-knuckle, no-holds-barred fight for survival. It's finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. The Hunger Games have begun. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn's seat of Islington North is one of those set to be abolished. It will be replaced in part by the new seat of Islington and in part by a screaming abyss where a dream of a socialist utopia once stood. <laughs> there has been outrage in Cornwall as a new constituency looks to cross the border with Devon. A Cornish spokesman highlighted the main difference between these two ancient counties, saying, you see, with the Cornish cream tea, we put the jam on the scone first, while in Devon, they worship Satan. <laughs> Two points to Andy. Holly, whose campaign stumbled this week? Is this the story about Hillary Clinton, who was filmed leaving a 9-11 commemoration ceremony? She was filmed sort of tripping as she got into the car, and a lot of people have a conspiracy theory that she is quite ill and covering it up, and this was seen as a sign that... She was indeed poorly, and this has been very bad for her ratings. Which I think is sort of unfair, because I think if you filmed me 24 hours a day, you would find me doing loads of stuff. Like, this morning, I slammed my fringe in my car door. So, <laughs> um, it's not fair that I feel sorry for all these uh, politicians who are constantly being monitored, and anything that they do, literally anything, if they have the slightest sniffle or whatever, it's suddenly seen as a weakness, like real human beings aren't allowed to be ill. And, of course, Donald Trump jumped on this and the polls have sort of said, well, we don't know if she's telling the truth about her pneumonia and stuff. And, I've, again, I feel sorry for her because, I mean, who hasn't covered up being ill at some point in their life or told a small lie? I mean, she's got a history of this. Everyone's worried about her emails and the fact that she said that she was under fire when she visited Bosnia and all these things. But, I mean, I've told lies in the past that I've forgotten about and have come back to haunt me. Like, I met a, a saxophonist at a dinner party and um, we were having a lovely chat about musical instruments and my husband joined in and said, oh, my gosh... Holly is grade 8 trumpet, and I'm not grade 8 trumpet. I must have said that at some point when we were going out to impress him. So does Hillary play the trumpet? 
No, Hillary doesn't play the trumpet. Although maybe she does and she's lying to us. But um, there's a lot of conspiracy theories on the internet that I got sucked into, that she's got terrible brain damage from various things and that she's actually sort of died and they've replaced her with a double and all this kind of... It's amazing how many conspiracy theories are going around about her. Um, Donald Trump then came out and uh, did that passive-aggressive thing of saying, I hope she pulls through and all this stuff as though she's much more ill than she is. And then uh, there was a reminder that he'd published a letter from his gastroenterologist uh, where they'd used incredible phrases like test results are astonishingly excellent <laughs> as though someone's doctor would describe oh my god your std results are astonishingly excellent <laughs> and, and then the letter went on if elected mr trump i can state unequivocally will be the healthiest individual ever elected to presidency is that the guy who began the letter to whom it my concern <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so the actual beginning was actually illiterate so it's clearly written him. by trump they interviewed that uh, they interviewed that doctor after that letter because it's got it's full of misspellings it's got links that doesn't work it's got the, and he said i wrote the letter in two minutes while the car was waiting outside and i put in that he would be the most astonishingly excellent health as a joke <laughs> that he's healthy but yet the spin that they can put on it is that hillary clinton who is a woman who should